this the one you had down your pants? This fuzzy cover. Yeah, I am recording. So oh, yeah. really. oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never, I've never felt so on edge than I do with my magician friends. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm constantly being watched, or I constantly have to check everything. So when yeah. somebody hands you a glass of water, you just do a quick sniff test. Is yes. that vinegar? No, it's fine. Is, yeah. it, is it urine? Oh, absolutely. I went to the theatre just the other week with... Uh... See, again with the lovey stuff. <laughs> no, no, I went no. to the theatre. <laughs> I went to... No, it was uh, with some friends. Some friends were in the show. And... Um... And I was sat with my friend, our friend Paul Roberts, and um, and he had a drink. He had a, a drink with him. We carried, and he was kind of walking along the aisle, really precariously with his drink. And I went to touch the bottom of his glass to tip it over the person in front, the old days in front. And but I didn't. And he went, "You wanted to though, didn't you?" I went, yeah, I did. He said it would have been devastating, wouldn't it? I said, "Yeah." He said, "But we would have spoken about it for months, wouldn't we?" <laughs> months that would have been years legendary but i didn't I, I know people that would have done that though anyway right okay are we ready are we ready episode two is this this we've already done one before so it's good you're on the count i told you i used to be an accountant <laughs> I, i'm on the ball my goodness me don't ask me what the next one is until i've had time to sit down with some crap paper and write pens it down this week this show is coming to you <laughs> yeah. sponsored by the number two <laughs> big number two so this is it we're back for episode number two um, and what's it called, John? Uh, no, I thought you thought this episode, uh, Midlife Curiosities. Well, come on, we're going to build up a bit more than that. Have it's, we? Okay. <clears throat> this is episode number two. Of Midlife Curiosities. And I'm Andrew Green. And I'm Peter Davidson. <laughs> the 17th Doctor. I'm not sure if he is, but 17th Doctor. We're in this. Let's just start the show. Let's just start the show. Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Okay, we're back. Here we are after the fabulous jingle. The lady said, <laughs> Welcome to Midlife Curiosity in her perfect fiver voice. Perfect fiver voice. I, I still love the fact that you, you had to pay for 100 words to get four, so you just padded out the rest. That yes. still makes me laugh. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to pay another five dollars and get to say some random things yeah. and I'll play it just just because shopping list you just have it round you know when you're walking around Ellie you can just have it playing around it's your hilarious, head isn't it? I think it'll be good so, so we're back with episode and uh, number two um, I hope you enjoyed episode number one I did oh you weren't talking well, to me were you talking to the people yeah. to, the, to the person listening hi, hi mum we've, we've already established only you or me are going to listen to this in well, shifts especially if we don't ever publish it <laughs> yeah We'll put it in the internet somewhere as uh, yeah, something. Put it as my uh, voicemail, yeah, uh, my message, so that people have to listen to all of the first episode before they can leave a message at the end. We should just do a really specific podcast that is really just for one person on the entire planet. <laughs> so you find a guy called like Brian in Carlisle, and we go, Brian, this episode we've been following you for weeks on social media. This episode is just for you. Pers- or, or maybe if we do get a, kind of a, an audience, we find out who one of those people is and we just say lots of things that those people wouldn't understand and think, oh my God, how do they know these things? Like, it's almost like they're speaking to me. <laughs> did I tell you about the time I did a gig in London? Uh, it was a... Show off. I know, absolutely. Uh, it was three quid fifty. It was a big payer. Um, wow. Birthday party in London and... Uh, one of my daughter's school friends, who goes uh, lives in the next village, 
was at the party. So the, I knew a bit about the family because they owned a shop in the next village along. Right. But they had no clue who I was. So I started doing all this mind reading. So I imagine what you do for a living. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of textiles and... Oh, you don't do it at home, do you? No, no, we don't. I said, you've got a shop, haven't you? Doing all this brilliant... I freak them out. But I love it at the end. They just go at the end and say, yeah, yeah, I live in the next village. And my daughter goes to the same school. And they go, the relief on their face <laughs> that I'm not some weird madman. It's just a semi-religious experience <laughs> for them. <laughs> At that time, I could have sold them anything. But it's- so that's it. Well, we do have some unusual experiences. Um, for anybody who's kind of joined us in episode two, go back to episode number one. Yeah, I understand. Double uh, the listens if they go back. Absolutely. Um, it, basically, we're, myself and and John uh, were both magicians, both professional magicians. Yes, we create miracles. You're never going to get a gig on fiber doing that. No, I'm never going to. Professional gonna- magicians. Through my headphone, it sounded great. It does, doesn't um, it? So yeah, we're, we're professional magicians. We kind of sort of perform all over the place, all over the country, all over all over the world. No, I've only done country. Ah, uh, okay. I'm not one of those that's been to Dubai. You've you've done the worldwide thing. Yeah, I've done the lovely the travelling thing. Yes. Where have you been? Uh, I've been all over. I started in Jersey. You said that in episode one. I did, yeah, I worked in Jersey. Um, I was based out in the, in the Far East for quite a while, oh, yeah. based out of Singapore, yeah. Did you have to be to avoid the police, or was it a work thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To keep them on the toes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I worked out there for, for quite a while, uh, based out of Singapore. You see, a so. lot of guys do the Far East thing, don't they? Like magicians, you'll see them work in United Arab Emirates and Dubai. It's never really appealed to... I've never been... Well, I, I just know. go where they ask me, where they'll pay right, me to okay. go. That was back in the day. I kind of worked for a cruise company um, out there. So we were based out of Singapore, but they were kind of quite short cruise companies. And it was a big new um, organisation. And so they were pushing out to sort of corporate sector as well. So occasionally right. we'd go off and do corporate events, almost as like a promotional tool for the for the, the cruise company. But they were they were kind of just corporate events. So we did like yeah. Calvin Klein and we did the Miss Singapore beauty pageant as well, which was quite hilarious. I was... <laughs> It was, Quite hilarious. Well, no, it was. Not very hilarious. No, it was. It was great. It was cool. It was really good. But I was, um, what was I back then? I was tw- 20, 21, something like that. And uh, and there's all these kind of girls who were sort of lining up to, to do the beauty contest. And one of them came up to me and started talking to me. She thought I was one of the judges. <laughs> and so she was chatting to me as if, like, trying to impress me. And I, But I was 21, you know. I was <laughs> yeah, English. Yeah. I, you know. Obviously, I thought this was wonderful, but I knew that well she was only talking to me because she thought I could help You'd her win. You'd laminated a judge badge, hadn't you? <laughs> you'd, you'd created your own. That's why you do all this design stuff, isn't it? Because you, it all started with that. Yeah, oh, she's not cre- my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can hear. Yeah. No, but I, you know, I have some fascinating stories to tell from all over the place. You know, I, I worked. I did a, a gig a few few years ago at Cirque Le Soir in Dubai, nice. um, which is kind of like a bizarre sort of kind of dark gothic I don't know fetish I don't really know how to explain it it's like a circus themed thing but it's really dark freak show probably is right, the best okay. best way of explaining it but uh, they've got a venue in in London they've got one in Dubai and possibly somewhere else I don't know but I, I went Shepton out to Mallet. The, I went out and did a, a gig and they flew me out to, to Dubai to do this this show there and I literally did two five minute 
sh- spots right. in, 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 in the club. And it, it was about one o'clock in the morning. So I flew out to do two five minute. It was all visual stuff, all big sort of yeah. you know, flashy stuff. Because language, it was kind of an issue. Not necessarily. Yeah, a lot terrible at language. Aren't know, yeah. The majority of them were all English speaking. But, you know, it was just kind of like an international kind of audience. So I went out to do five minutes. And I remember the kind of host. It was like a really clubby vibe. Like, yeah. you know, crazy kind of thing. And um, and the, the kind of host came over. He didn't really speak much English, but he came over. He said, "Hi there." This hi is there. not a good sign, is it? No. <laughs> he said, "Hi there." He said, um, "He said uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to introduce you." I said, "Yeah, yeah." He said, uh, "I'm going to say Andy Green from the UK." Right. Oh, well, he could yeah, be that, a sex that... offender or a magician. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that should do it. That should do. It. You, should, you say that, Andy went, Green, yes. like like you're some kind of big celebrity, like so, yeah. it's so, Tom Jones. Absolutely. So there's this big kind of build up, and it right. was like a big like you know this is the thing, but it was a real clubby vibe. Yeah. So I was doing this thing, and it was all quite sleight of handy kind of technical stuff that I was yeah. doing, all visual stuff, but it was quite it, it was but it was really intense. It was a really small environment. I could literally reach out and touch the audience. I didn't. Yeah. I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. The judge said tags a giveaway, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the, yeah, I could, could, and there were so many phones. Everybody literally had a phone that were filming the show. Wow. So I must have had. There must have been about fifty phones within about six feet of my face filming really? this thing. But anyway, so he introduced me. Andy Green from the UK. Yeah. Off I go on the stage. So I'm doing my thing, and it's a club kind of like vibe to this. Right. Well, they're all kind of, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it was insane. And I'm just thinking, what am I doing here? <laughs> I am, I'm practically a 40 year old man, and I'm on the stage in a nightclub in Dubai, and people go, hey! And but every 30 seconds during the five minute spot that yeah. I was doing the two spot, they had an air horn. <laughs> An air horn. So I would be on stage doing this, like, kind of do, 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 all this kind of magic stuff. I wish then, people could see the mime that, that you're doing now. It's fabulous. He's literally doing his act, like air guitar style, in front so of me. I'm on stage, and he, and he kept going, the DJ, the DJ, the host kept going, Andy Green for the music. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and the shock of the noise, my heart would jump, and I'd nearly drop everything. And it I was just, it was just bizarre to. F- Fly all that way to do this thing. Yeah, it was. It was, was the second five minutes the same as the first. What? No, no, it was a different five minutes, but it was it was equally as bizarre. I mean, the same air horns, not oh, material. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, so was, it was probably worse. <laughs> but that, kind of my next sort of set was a bit more bizarre, kind of freak show. I did a bit more kind of gory blood kind of horror right. magic kind of stuff so it was a little bit more calmer for me because it wasn't as technical but you, were just, you weren't just wanting to slit your own wrist you were actually just doing the free show stuff because bizarre. they asked oh my god so obviously uh, in the last episode we spoke about the podcast that we um, uh, we like and we kind of interested in and so we shared those and we've gone away and since last time we've listened to a few of them and um, and we re- we've realised that we've got nothing in common whatsoever <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're ditching the podcast we're moving on to other things there's eight months to get here it's over. It's over. It was it was splendid while it lasted, but no, yeah. So we, we kind of um, with our businesses, we kind of we, we run our own business. We're self employed. So we 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 picked out podcasts that help us um, business wise and and person you know personally you know to help us um, improve ourselves. Self help. 
think mm. it's, it's um, yeah, self improvement. Self help sounds I, like a, you've got a condition. It, it <laughs> does. It, you, even the way you said it, self help, like yes. a very gentle. How is the rash? I can't. I can't really <laughs> challenge you with it. Self help. Love yourself, yes. not him. Let's hold hold each other. Yeah, let's hold. Let's not. We have been holding hands since the start of this, <laughs> this podcast. So, so it's, uh, it's it's beautiful. So anyway, so last week we spoke about the podcast. Um, so uh, how did you get on? Um, I listened to uh, the since you mentioned about social media marketing I listened to the uh, Build Your Tribe on with Shailene is it Shailene Sh- 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 Johnson yeah, and Brock and Brock, Brock, Brock Johnson he doesn't talk like that I wish he did because uh, you know just he's great Brock. and I thought it was really good so Build Your Tribe I I, yeah uh, Build Your Tribe by uh, Shailene Sh- and Brock Johnson yeah really good really good because um, like you when you run your own business you're constantly being told that social media is important you need to have a presence but you know, there's so many, you don't know how you're going to do it, you don't know what the best way is and stuff yeah. like that. I'm pretty clueless about social media. I tend to just kind of, my kind of practice at the moment is just putting stuff stuff out there as and when I feel. Yeah, throw it at the wall, see if it sticks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, so, yeah, I was interested to listen to it uh, to see what it is because I, I really have a love-hate relationship with social media. I yeah. check it far too much and it's not good. Yeah, um, It doesn't help me. And I know this because there are times, like, so at the moment, I'm running this Facebook group for comedy writing for businesses, and it's just a right. five-day challenge. And I kind of threw myself in the deep end because I set it up and announced it before I had everything planned. So over the past couple of days, I've kind of had to ditch my phone and go, right, yeah. it starts on Monday, I'm going to have to crank it out and get everything I need to work. And over the past couple, you know, past week or so, I've worked like a beast to do it, set it all up, and... You know, even putting pictures together, creating videos yeah. and stuff like that. And I, feel I like have it, seen some of the pictures that you've been posted. They've been quite horrific. They have. <laughs> some, some of them intentionally horrific. Um, <laughs> about my YouTube thumbnails. So, oh, why, why does Facebook have an algorithm that always picks the, the, the thumbnail that makes it look like you're sneezing? <laughs> It's like Facebook goes, no, 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 he looks all right, all right, all right. Ah, that's, the one. That, that's the one. <laughs> Orgasm slash sneezing shot kind of face. Um, so, yes, I, I, I realise that over the past week or so, as I've been putting this together, I've got a lot of work done and stuff right. that I can save for future challenges and stuff like that. So I have this kind of love-hate relationship with social media, but I, it is out there. It is how people book gigs and do things. So I do need to learn about it. And what I really liked about the podcast, I listened the, the I listened to about three or four episodes. Yeah, it's quite short. Aren't they? They're yeah, not too, they're too good. Much. Well, I really like them. I I, I thought it would be the kind of thing I'd hate to be honest, because um, like I say, I tend to be very negative about social media. Yeah, I think I think when I first saw it, it was I saw an interview with somebody that I knew. And I'd, I'd liked on a previous interview or something. Yeah. So I, uh, so you, because you sometimes you find them like that, don't you? Or, or they mention, oh, I did an interview on that, or you have some. So you kind of, you, you cross pollinates podcasts. And so yeah. I went from that to this. So that's how I find it. I don't think if I'd have jumped in straight away, I would have necessarily have, have got it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What I like though, uh, the ones I was listening to were mostly focused on Instagram, though one was talking about a daughter and an ebook that she created. Yeah, yeah. Which is something I've done recently as well so i was interested in that um but what i really like was um they seem to give you all the information like sometimes you listen to podcasts and you'll get this like on magic dvds as well people will teach you something but you get the feeling they're holding something back for themselves or they're not telling you the whole thing or um oh we know how to do this 
but to do it, you have to buy X, Y, Z. Yeah. But I, I, I get the yeah, feeling... it's like you when you get a freemium, when you get a free gift yeah. when you sign up to a newsletter and that course is going to give you the secrets to something and you read it, but you think, they're not really giving me the secrets. They're yeah. giving me the, the general gist of an idea. It's more that, about that. I know the secret. <laughs> I've learned this. This is how it's done. When you get this, you will yeah. have this. And you go... Yeah, and then they try and then sell you the proper course that actually tells you, but that course that never really tells you all of it. You've got to buy... The add-on to that course, the workshop, return. yeah, or so, the in-person thing, and yeah. So yeah, but they, these actually do tell you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, the first one I listened to was a Q and A, and it was talking about um, tips that they use and stuff that they use. And because it's mother and daughter, they have a really good conversation between them, and yeah. they're really honest. And yeah. Um, yeah, really. And like we mentioned on episode number one, you know, you talk about Tim Ferriss about the fact that he comes up with stuff that you can actually do. So yeah. not just build something, sell it for millions, live a happy life. It's like, yeah. do this, go to this website, find a cheap worker to do this for you so that you can do X, Y, Z. And there was a lot of that. The thing, yeah. I came away still hating social media, though, because... Yeah, it's the poison be- chalice, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, Shalene mentioned about the fact, she was talking, she was giving somebody tips about Instagram stories and says, well, to use Instagram stories effectively, you've got to be at the front of the queue at the top of the page. And you can't, because some, somebody asked something about, should I post 10 stories at once or 10 throughout the day? And she said, well, if you do 10 at once, you're effectively just doing one mm. because it'll just be there and go down the charts as time passes. So what you really need to do is do one every hour. And I thought, oh, my heart sinks whenever I hear, yeah. like, schedules and, you know, like Gary Vee will talk about post 25 pieces of content a day. And I thought... Honestly, if I can make a toasty and have a poo in the same day, that is a productive day for me. Honestly, I've got kids, honestly. I'm 43. <laughs> I'm 43. If I can put on I'm not, I'm 42. Carry on. I'll speak to the elder. <laughs> yeah. What do you say, Shani? <laughs> so my, my heart always sinks. Have you had a toasty today? <laughs> And I've had one important. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play a quick guessing game, shall we? John has had one of his two vital components of a day's life. Which he's, w- he's still feeling hungry. <laughs> yeah. Although, to be fair, that's not much of an indication. Um, so, yes, my heart sinks whenever I hear, like, every hour post. Because I think, yeah. right, okay, it is only five seconds. You post something, here's what I'm doing now. Yeah. But... Uh, it's, it, some of the other books I read, things like Cal Newport Deep Work. Have you read that? No, no. It's really good. He's done a lot. Of, uh, it's a lot of research into what he calls deep and productive work, uh, as opposed to shallow work that doesn't really have much impact. And the research he's shown is the fact that you, you can't, you know, if you switch between tasks, you don't just switch between task A and task B. So if you're if you're drawing a map and then suddenly you have to juggle, there's a moment between those two tasks where you have to kind of realign yourself yeah. and get ready. And most people think this is pretty instant, but it isn't. The research that Cal's done and, well, sorry, he references, cites it takes 25 minutes to effectively switch going from one task oh, right. into another one in full productive mode. Right. So if you're faffing around on social media every hour, you're not getting that much productive yeah, time yeah. in. And it's more like long periods. And you probably have... You know, if you design something, do you pr- you probably spend time... You don't just come in for five minutes. You probably... Do you spend, like, long time at the computer? Do you find it easier? Um, 
Well, to explain, I um, I do. Sorry, yeah, you do design. Yeah, don't I you? do design work as well. <laughs> um, I do design work for uh, sort of theatre shows and theatre theatre and sort of entertainers and artists and, and, and also for magicians. Um, I do. Uh, I like, like the way you went artist and magician. And magi- also, like we're scum of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainers, artists, and also magicians. You no, know, I do like sort of a, a, the magic. Some magicians sell magic tricks, tools, and magicians, and so I do sort of packaging and stuff like that. And I also do have done stuff in the past for Marvin's Magic. You know, yeah. the, the kind of kids' magic sets and good stuff. Name drop that. Very good. Well, no, it's it's great. I've only done a little bit. I've done a bit of com- concept artwork for them, so it's it's really good. Um, but yeah, so I do that now. It's interesting you say that about productivity and the way that your mind switches from one to the other. I I am a biggest you know culprit of this. Of, of jumping between tasks but when it comes to design work because of the mindset that I have to get into I tend not to I tend to switch it off because my mind gets locked into something but so you work focus pretty much yeah yeah unfortunately if a notification comes up uh, I'm I'm really reactionary to that and yeah and that I'm bad for that you know I try not to you gotta but turn it off yeah I and you do turn it off and then you never answer my messages yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say that that's why you do it, but yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm... so I, I do. I um, I, I kind of I get into the zone, and I try and sort of stick to that. What I, what I do often with a if if especially if I'm not getting ideas or they're not coming together, I'll work on something for about half an hour. Or so if I find it's not working, I switch it off. I go away. I do other things. I fill my mind with other things. Yeah, and then. Maybe maybe even the day after I go back to it and I find that my mind is then can pick up where I left off and come up with ideas that that weren't really coming naturally before. And I think it's because my subconscious has been has been given time to think about it. Yeah. In the interim. So so yeah. But that's interesting. You say that about you know about productivity and, and focus focus on on tasks. And yeah, stuff. I think it's a real thing, and it's something I've noticed. Like I say, every time I've kind of ditched my phone and thought, right, you know what, an hour. I'm, I'm writing or an hour I'm coming up with ideas and like you say it's not the quality of ideas it's just I think we both noticed this you know to come up with good ideas you need to put stuff in your brain and you yeah. need to really cram it through and like you say when you're when you're having your toast you're having your poo uh, those are the only two <laughs> things I do I don't eat toasties but anyway <laughs> <laughs> put a pad in your loo line. Um so yeah you've got to fill your brain with this kind of stuff to get something out, you've got to put something in. So it's like a bank, isn't it? You don't just go into a yeah. bank unless you've got a shotgun and a balaclava and say, give me some money. Yes. Uh, you've got to put money in there first. So getting back to the point of this Instagram every hour thing, if you're doing that, and the thing about, the other thing that they say is, don't use scheduling, scheduling tools, post natively to each thing. So that yeah. means going into Instagram, formatting the post for them, the picture yeah. size and the format and the text and the emojis, hashtags, bring it in there. Then put the same thing in LinkedIn and then put the same thing in Facebook, yeah. which is fine, and Twitter and stuff like that. But suddenly you're doing this every single hour yeah. on four or five different platforms and you go, right, okay, well, that, that's good. But at the end of the day, I've actually got to do some bloody work. You know, yeah. you, you, you've got to sit down you've and design something. Do, yeah, you've got to physically... I've got to learn a trick. I've got to do some writing yeah. or marketing or something and it gets you, in the you way. Know, you know you've got to do these things. You know, it's like with, with us, we, we've got to kind of post stuff out there, put stuff, you know, into the world so that, that things can come back for us because it's our business, essentially. Yeah, yeah. 
when you know Brock and Chalene talk about this, they do appreciate that this is a time-consuming thing, yeah, and that they do understand it. But they 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 know that people have got to do it, so they're, they're trying to get the most effective use of that time. And I think that's that's key to that. They talk well, about being honest at the end of the day. They're yeah. saying, look, you know, and it's not it's not their fault. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying this is another reason why I don't like social media. I, I appreciate them for being honest, and it's Instagram's algorithm. You yeah, know, the story's yeah. function, it's nothing to do well, with them. Well, they're self-serving, aren't they? They want yeah. it to be effective they want you for on their there platform. Because, they want to keep you on there, yeah. Because another thing that Cal Newport said, you know, you are the product with Facebook. So when you go on and say, I'm going to scroll through for an hour, you're saying, I'm putting my time card in, I'm doing an hour now, I'm giving them an hour's worth yep. of data, likes, and stuff that they can sell on and do yep. whatever they want to with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is the thing. It's like, I could spend a lot of time on social media, and I don't think... I don't think it makes me feel good, and I don't think it's productive work. It's like... I think the, the way that they look at it, the way they, they talk about it, is to kind of do it as just almost like an organic documenting your activities yeah. rather than... It, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be produced content. It, you don't need to necessarily think about it. It's better to just get it out there than it is to think about it, filter it, make refine it... You know, take to automate a little bit with your hashtags and all that kind of thing. Get the best keywords that you can, but you can do that and put them in a note in your uh, in your phone, and then just copy and paste yeah. your hashtag. Because generally, you'll do the same kind of things in our business. Yeah. And so it's to automate it and and make it just a part of your day. So you're like, oh, oh that's happened. Boom, post it. Done. And to be fair, that's exactly what she says. And 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 she says, it takes five seconds. She said, just post what you're doing at that moment and yeah. and post it, and that's your story. And Brock would say something like, yeah, don't save it to the end because you'll look back at a photo and go, oh, my hair wasn't yeah. quite so good. So, um, all credit to them. They're they're saying the right things. They just it's just like I say, it's just. I don't like the idea of having to go on Instagram because it's 12 o'clock yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It, do, it you, doesn't you feel, feel like you're right. a prisoner to, to social media. Yeah. You know? But like, like we yeah. say, we spend a lot of time on social media anyway. But I'm going to keep listening to the podcast yeah. because I think, yeah. it's, I think it's, it's important to be aware of these things and what's going on. Yeah. Even if you don't use it, you, at least you know why you're not going to use it. So I might not be at the top of the stories every single day, but yeah. if they're saying, just take a picture of what you're doing, walking the dog, yeah. having yeah. a podcast, or... It's just, in fact, we should take a picture. Should, should, we'll take a we picture should take right a picture. Now. Hang on, hang Can on. Can I upload it to my stories? Um, oh, yeah. I've turned airplane mode off and everything. Hang on, that's, this is it. Hang on. Should I take one of you? Hang on. This is really good for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is really good radio. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, uh, here we go. There you go. We've got a podcast thing going now. There we awesome. go. That's the photograph. There we go. There you go, Shaleen. There you go, Brock. That's there you go. We'll, we'll leave it to later and then think, the oh, we don't like it. The bottom line is, though, I re- I'm going to keep listening to that because um, they've got a good conversation. Um, they're fun- they, they, You get the feeling they're giving all their secrets out. So if you are the kind of person that is looking to build engagement and an audience on social media and you want to learn more about it, I think Build Your Tribe is excellent. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I just get the feeling they're really honest and really good people. Yeah, so. it's, it's good. And it's not kind of, it's, it's not too deep. It's kind of short, sharp. No, it's actionable. Of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I gave you a couple of podcasts as well, aside from... Uh, uh, the ones you gave me. So, which ones yeah. did you have a listen to? Um, well, I listened to the Daily Stoic, uh, oh, yeah. probably the most, because they're really easy to get into. They're only like three minutes each one, so Absolutely. I listened to kind of a handful of those, um, and I kind of dipped into the, the the other one that you mentioned, Revisionist History. Revisionist History, uh, Malcolm Glad. 
Okay. Well, well glad yeah. well. Um, so starting off with the, the Daily Stoic, I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really good. Um, it, they literally are like goals for the day, tasks for the day, a general sort of life direction. One of the things, uh, one of the first ones I listened to was um, be careful who you try to impress. That, and oh, I thought right. that was really, you know, and he gives examples of that, you know, through history of, of people literally, you know, doing horrible things. Yeah. You know, horrific, world-altering things just to impress the wrong person. Yeah. And and I think, you know, we've all been guilty of that at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like kids, you know, you know, falling in with the wrong crowd. You know, they'll do anything to impress the, the mates. Yeah. And um, But we're all, we all do it. You know, Absolutely. We, we all do it. And I thought, and it's only when you kind of put it down and you go, be careful of who you're trying to do it and, and are you doing it for the right pe- person. They say you're you're the kind of the culmination of the, the, the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. Um, oh, dear God. And, and I'll be honest with you, John, you're, <laughs> you're, you're bringing down my average... <laughs> You're bringing up mine massively. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you, you kind of, you, you should surround yourself with good people. Yeah. And impre- trying to impress those people, basically. Yeah. And, and But you do, you, you kind of fall into, and often you try and impress the one person who you shouldn't be. Oh, absolutely. Because, because they are the, the negative force, but you feel like if you impress that person, you know, you, you do it. And and I often find that when I'm, I'm doing certain things, and I think he actually mentions this, Whenever you do something good or productive or try to do something impressive, you've always got one person in your head that you're trying to do this for. Yeah. You're almost picturing how they would react to you doing this. And you think, well, why? They're, and again, they aren't necessarily the right person. Yeah. But it's that person that you, you, you feel like you should should impress. So I thought that was really, really good. I thought it was really short, sharp. And it's I'm really gonna, practical it, stuff for really something practical. that's labelled as a philosophy. Yeah, yeah. And in, and in fact, I look at it now. In the um, uh, It's got emails as well. You can... So you can get it via email as well. Yeah. Um, I, oh, right. I'll have to do it because that's good because it pings up uh, a notification because I need another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> More distraction. Uh, well, the but, other, yeah. yeah, in the title of each one, because they are quite um, sort of short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gives you um, the um, the title of what it's all about. Yeah. Literally, specifically. So you, you almost you, don't have yeah. to, to listen to it. Yeah. It, it really is short, sharp, to the point, and, and I think that's great, you know. And you can... I think, for me, because we do a lot of car journeys, I think probably what I would do is I would listen to that at the beginning yeah. of a car journey, and because it's only three minutes, and then maybe listen to music if you don't want to listen to anything else, and then you've got that time to digest of what that actually means to me, you know. Because yeah. you've got to. You can't just go, oh, that's lovely. And switch it off. I think you've got to action that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that, that I think I'm guilty of. It's like, I'll try and blitz as many as I can to get them out of the way. And you go, that's not the right way, actually. So you no. need to think about who am I doing this to impress. And yeah, how each something. one of yeah. those things applies to me. And, and but that, again, when we've spoken about doing this podcast, that's another thing we're going to look at throughout sort of the course of the different episodes is accountability and why we do things and making sure we actually do the things we say we're going to do. Yeah. And accountability is key. So if we actually publicise these <laughs> things, we've got to do them, you know. And, um, yeah. And, yeah. Um, the other the, one. The other one was the, the revisionist history. Um, Which is not about business at all. Not it's at just... all, no. Which I, I kind of thought it was going to be. I don't know what... Because <laughs> yeah, we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, But it, it was really interesting to, to see... Some, and they are a lot more in-depth. They're yes. almost like radio documentaries or stories than podcasts. Definitely stories. So traditionally, I, in, my, in my head, when I think of podcasts, they're more conversations, more interviews. And some of them are interviews, but 
but the more story and looking at a point in history and and looking at it from a different perspective yeah. or going back on to that story with the the beauty of hindsight so i thought it was you know yeah, it's it, was, it was interesting i think sometimes like you saying before about going when you're struggling with the problem you do something else and you go and do something else and then you come back to it later. Your mind does the, need that kind of mental control alt delete. And I think stuff like revisionist history is good. It's story and it gives you a different slant of things, but compared to Daily Stoic and other business stuff, yeah. just a bit of a break. So yeah. I do like it. I do like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, good. Good. Okay, so uh, right, we're almost coming at the end of episode number two. Um, two. So hopefully there's been some value here. And, um, and So we're going to do a challenge, aren't we? We're going to try a challenge for episode Got that then. No, uh, no, I've just come to that. But oh, wait, okay, you, fair you, enough. Tell us about it, John. So we want to come up with a challenge. The whole thing about accountability is trying stuff, seeing what works, seeing what sticks, and coming back and reporting it, seeing how we got on. So seeing as we've looked at this uh, whole Instagram thing, and I don't want to be totally negative about it, I'm just crap at it. Um, we've come up with a challenge about Instagram site. How can we get a? Who can get a good result out of Instagram this week? And I suppose it's not really a battle between ourselves. It's just like yeah, to see what it? we can do. Yeah, yeah. There's no scores or anything, but it's 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 just seeing what what we can make happen. You know, we're going to try and get the best result. Yeah, which of us can get the best result, most reaction, or or something, or even yeah. just just document the journey that we've taken with this this kind of technology that we don't really understand for the first time ever I've put my Instagram sort of name on my business card have you which I thought well that'd be nice. so I've had to delete a few pictures <laughs> <from Instagram. laughs> we didn't necessarily speak business having a great time at the swingers party <laughs> so uh, so yeah so it's um, I've put that on there but yeah we're going to we're going to try this test and see yeah. see what we can come up with yeah. you know and, and we don't know what's going to sort of what shape that's going to take well i think it'll just, be a week just of, a case of just doing it well i think it'll be a week of thinking about well what kind of results do i want from instagram would it be to connect with somebody would it be to get a gig would it be to get a certain number of likes yeah um you know well okay and also thinking about a specific result because i think that the problem i have is i post stuff up because i'm expected to or i think i should be doing it i've not got anything in my mind like this would be perfect for you if you yeah. are you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah so thinking in terms of what kind of result i want focuses me to think right what should i post to get that yeah so, so we'll give that we'll a go we go. so we'll give it uh, a week uh, see what results we can come back with and uh, and uh, hopefully see you in the next episode so thank you once again from us at uh, midlife curiosity i'm andrew green and i'm not doing that last bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll see you next time bye for now Thanks once again for listening to today's show. And don't forget, we'd love you to get in touch with any questions or comments on today's podcast. So email us at mcpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Welcome to Midlife Curiosity.